threat of disaster is never pleasant. Welcome to the Casual Preppers Podcast. These safety measures are essential. The only place for prepping, survival, and entertainment. This will be your source of survival instructions and information. Every member of the family must be coached in the business of survival. Here are your hosts, Cam and Kobe. Well, Cameron, how's it going, buddy? Good. Yeah? Going real good. I'm excited for today's episode, and I hope you're excited too. I am. Yeah? I what am. are we talking about this fine day? Stuff we don't know that much about. That's true, but that is pretty much par for the course for us, because yeah. we don't know crap about anything, so yeah. well, I think we are. Some, I think, I think you've probably heard the word floating around the last couple of weeks. Heard the word. Inflation. Yeah. Hyperinflation. Yeah, you got to say it with that accent, hyperinflation. You, you talk about hyperinflation? Yeah. So um, mm. we all know that the uh, president's dumping tons of money into everything he can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know where he's getting it. He's not. He's just White making House it. has a printer again. Yeah. The and nice thing is today they don't even have to print anymore. No, it's, it's true. just zeros and ones on, yeah, yeah. on a keyboard that they. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, throwing money left and right. Yeah. And after this stupid pandemic, mm-hmm. we're going to be paying a little more for things. Sure, that's we're probably, seeing it already. We are. Um, so we're going to talk about hyperinflation today, but first, before we go, uh, to that one thing that doesn't, you know, hyperinflation doesn't affect survival gear. No, no, no. That's where you should put your money. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just put it all into survival gear. <laughs> that's our, that's what we're saying today. Safest place to the do it. The best place to do it is with BattleBox. Uh, because you know, most subscription boxes, they're full of samples and junk that you're just not going to use, but not the fine folks at BattleBox. It's the monthly subscription box for men, women, children, aunts, uncles, cousins, all of those things. <laughs> Adventure seekers, survivalists, outdoor enthusiasts, casual preppers. Uh, each month, BattleBox sends you the coolest selection. Non-binaries. <laughs> Non binaries. Binaries. <laughs> um, each month, bottle, bo- bottle Box sends you the coolest selection of epic <laughs> outdoor and different sodas. Actually, I might sign up for Bottle that. Box. I'd probably do that. Oh, totally. Would. Do not do it. It's ours. Patented. <laughs> Patented. Done. Um, everyday gear, all valued at far more than what you normally pay. You never know what's in the next box. But here's a sampling of what users received this month the Hybrid Light Mammoth Multi Light Charger. That's pretty cool. That is way cool. The Lord and Field Tallulah with Scout Carry Sheath. Tallulah. Tallulah. All this badassness starts at just 30 bucks a month. They've shipped almost 8 trillion boxes, <laughs> and they want Best Men's subscription box of the millennium. Our listeners <laughs> get a free tactical knife when you sign it up at trybattlebox.com slash casualpreppers. That is trybattlebox.com slash casualpreppers. Get your first battle box plus a free knife. At trybottlebox.com slash casual preppers. Do it. Bottle box. Bottle box. Bottle box. <laughs> I want to get one of Just those. Just a bunch of different sodas. Yeah, dude. It's amazing. It, honestly, there probably already is one. I'm sure. I'm I sure. would guess that there is. Yeah. Listener reviews starts now. Just hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a weird. Why would he write that as the, <laughs> the thing? I don't know. Just hanging out. Just hanging out. That's the title of this Five one. stars. Listening to these two is like hanging out with your best buds, mm. having a couple beers, and shooting the bowl. Yep. It's pure entertainment. The information I receive from them is just a bonus. Just a bonus. <laughs> I love how the information is always like a secondary thing. Know. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I guess I learned something I don't know. But uh, I got something out of it. I wasn't thinking about work. Out of box, hit a trillion. Good job. Good job. Yeah. That's hey. all I heard. Yeah, thank you for the review. If you guys want to be a part of this portion of the podcast, go to iTunes, go to Facebook, or go to the Kindle book on Amazon. Leave us a five-star review and make it awesome. It's a mad, mad world. Kim, our buddies over there in Russia, they're just, oh, I love them so much. They're my favorite you? peoples on the planet. <laughs> they, they just, no doubt. So I read a article the other day. Here is the headline, which I find absolutely fascinating and more Russian than anything in the world. Russia is going to try to clone an army of 3,000-year-old Scythian warriors. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's how you say it, Scythian. Um, Russia's defense minister suggested he wants to clone a group of ancient warriors. Um, it, how is, I mean, this is like so Russian, it's not even funny. 
right? So they apparently there's some it's DNA funny. that they've found in some frozen tundra in Russia <laughs> of these old warriors that were just like super badasses. And he's like, hey, think about this. <laughs> Should we put these in a museum? We, hell no. Hell no. Let's make some more. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Time to draw some blood off. Yeah. Remember that Jurassic Park? <laughs> Put a little drill in there. Get some DNA out. Boom. Yeah. Where DNA. are they going to drill into? I don't know. I don't know. Scrotum? Yeah, probably. But anyways, they have the DNA somewhere, so they're thinking about it. You That's know? cool. Yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> you go to battle with them, there's like <laughs> shields and swords, though. What's going on? Well, yeah, but I mean, I guess you could give them like guns and stuff. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Cam's like, no, they can only use shields and swords. Well, we just wasted that whole army. They're, yeah, he's got shot. These guys don't know how to use guns. What are we gonna do? Um, um, so It'd be amazing, though. It would be amazing. So, well done, Russia. Yeah, that's pretty scary. Mm-hmm. Um, in other news, uh, mm-hmm. the virus lab theory's new credibility. Yes. So. If you've been watching the news, that's all true and true. Mm, yep. Um, they're starting to push a little harder to re-examine the Wuhan lab. Yeah. Because they really are starting to fill. What well, you shit? You sent me an article about them. You being said sick. you shit. You that's sh- what you said. <laughs> you sent me. Yeah, okay. Me, okay. Um, about yeah. there being some sick employees at the uh, yeah. lab. Like in, in I think it was early... like November or yeah. something. Yeah. So. Uh-huh. I don't know. I mean, you can believe what you want to believe. You can. But, like, it seems very suspicious that this really highly sophisticated lab in Wuhan that has yeah. biosafety level four super laboratory Ooh. that deals with the world's most deadly pathogens to include, yes, coronavirus. Of course. Happened to have the first yeah. breakouts. It's funny, man, because we've been talking about that from the very beginning. Like, was this, you know, it was kind of a conspiracy theory for a long time, but now, it, like, People, they're starting to get more. They're actually saying, well, wait, maybe that's actually true. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So, um, obviously, China's displeased oh, with yeah. us wanting to reevaluate. Oh, of course. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> ain't doing it. Get it out of my lab. <laughs> it came from the the snakes and the bats that we eat over here. Get your ass out of here. <laughs> Go on. Go on. Get your ass out of <laughs> here. Get your ass out of here. Says George Strait. <laughs> Um, uh, that's funny, but yeah, so yeah. uh, super interesting, and yeah. um, hopefully, this is no longer conspiracy. We find the truth, yeah. we'll never find the truth, probably, but um, super interesting. It is pissing China off, so let's uh, keep an eye on that, shall we? Yeah, um, <laughs> see what happens. Yeah, I don't know, one eye fixed on it. All right, Cameron, hyperinflation. Uh, this is a a thing that preppers talk about once in a while, it's a thing that economists... like inflation, but. Overinflation. Overinflation, yeah. We even had a little section in our book that's on Kindle about this. Very little section, though. Um, so, <laughs> what is hyperinflation? Why are we even talking about it? You know, yeah. um, what is the point? But so, there are like 8 billion definitions on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, this one I found was probably the easiest um, and most well rounded definition that I could find. So, hyperinflation is a rapid, sustained, and often exponential increase in the price of everyday goods. So, obviously, that is not great for mm-hmm. us. Anybody. For anybody, right? So just stuff goes up in price. Like my Monster Energy drink was $2. Now it's $4. That makes me upset, right? Yeah. So that's hyperinflation. Unlike normal- I think people use hyperinflation Mm. too fast, too too much. Yes. Because it's pretty- Pretty hard to hit that. It, it's a, yeah, we're going to talk about exactly what that means, and it's a huge deal. Yeah. It's not like normal inflation. Um, so, unlike normal inflation, during a period of hyperinflation, prices for common goods like a loaf of bread can double many times over until they are unaffordable. And this is this has happened several times in history, and we're going to talk about that and kind of what it did to the, to the countries and the people because it's absolutely insane. So, as prices spiral out of control, a nation's currency becomes nearly worthless and that's what that's what happens like your dollar is not worth a dollar anymore and this is where the pictures of burning your money to keep warm yeah exactly that's what Um, it would end up being in in like we said there is normal inflation is actually good there has to be some normal inflation i'm not a damn economist but i just yeah but just know exactly exactly there There can't be no inflation yes yeah there has to be be like yes 
So com- compare that to inflation that is high but is not out of control. For example, the inflation rate in the United States hit 14% in 1980. So that was bad. Our, you know, um, coming out of the, the Carter administration, stuff was not great. Um, um, that was one of the highest inflation rates in recent U.S. history. So although this level of inflation can cause problems, it's not hyperinflation. 14% is a big deal. And if that happened that's right now, horrible. it would be horrible. Yeah. It would be bad. But and that's that, still not that's still that's not crazy. hyperinflation. So usually I didn't know this. Yes, we... hyperinflation is defined as inflation higher than fifty percent per month. Jeez, that's huge. And and actually, we're going to talk about some geez. some percentages <laughs> so that are going to blow your mind. Some of these percentages, like it is it, yeah, ridiculous, yeah. dude. It gets crazy. So normal inflation is measured in terms of monthly price increases. Hyperinflation is measured in terms of exponential daily That's increases. That's insane that it can change in a day. Yes, that can approach that, that can approach 5 to 10% a day. That's a, that's a big deal. That that's when things you that's when you know the S has hit the fan, right? <laughs> so, I want to make a note here. Most experts believe don't believe that the U.S. is anywhere near headed for hyperinflation. I think our, we're like at 2% or something right yeah. now. Like it's a normal, healthy inflation rate. But there, most people believe there is some more inflation coming, and we're going to talk about that. Right. And we're also going to talk about some ways to just like basic economic stuff and basic financial stuff that you guys can yeah. do to help when that comes. But we want to talk, talk about hyperinflation. Yeah, even if you don't want to... Be paranoid about yes. hyperinflation. You've got to be prepared sure. for inflation. But I think it's worth talking about hyperinflation because, so, you know, it most likely the Yellowstone caldera isn't going to blow on us. We yeah. were talking about this earlier, right? Uh, but that doesn't mean it's not fun to talk about or worth talking about. Exactly. Um, and also, we have listeners all over the world for the, from this podcast, some in which are in governments in countries that are really like a a joke, right? Right, right? Bigger joke than our country even, yeah. if you can believe it. Um, <laughs> so this actually mm. might be something that they would want to listen to. So let's talk about what causes hyperinflation. Um, so here are some of the basics. Hyperinflation happens more often during times of war, economic turmoil, and depression. And then I added maybe after a really stupid pandemic. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So that that to me, that's a reason. And there's a lot of people in the news talking about inflation right now. It seems like it's everywhere, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. So anyways, hyperinflation is mainly and usually caused by an extremely rapid growth in the supply of paper money. This occurs when the monetary and fiscal authorities of a nation regularly issue large quantities of money to pay for a large stream of government expenditures. Does this sound familiar at all to you, Cameron? <laughs> I know. It's scary. Um, <laughs> Um, has this happened recently in the United States? Um, it has, in fact. Is it happening? Is it happening currently? Yes, it is. What's the one they're trying to do now? It's like the one trillion dollars infrastructure deal. Yeah, it's it's a big one too. So the several stimulus packages um, have basically been a large printing of digital money. Like they're just like that money didn't exist. They just like said. Here, Here's you have money. money. You have money now. So all that does is put more money into circulation, like like it was saying. And that's exactly what causes, well, it's one of the causes of, of inflation, right? And again, I'm not an economist. I'm reading this shit online. Right, right. No, so but please, it's true, yeah. So please don't come well, at that's me. What's one thing is, it, like, going back to when we talked about crypto and, yes. you know, everybody's like, yeah, mm-hmm. whatever you think about cryptocurrency, the one thing is that it's limited. Some of them are, yes. Like Bitcoin, Bitcoin has is a, limited. Uh, a limit, and yeah. that's why the inflation doesn't affect it as much. It can, you know. Exactly. There's so anyway. only so many Bitcoins. For dollar when you bills. you keep printing and making stuff that doesn't exist. Dollar exist. bills. We can just keep making dollar yeah. bills, y'all. Um, so Not so, to mention the effect on the freaking workforce. Exactly. I ain't working. Exactly. I'm going to get a check next month. <laughs> yes. <laughs> In the nine weeks between March 2nd, 2020 and May 11th, 2020, the Fed added $2.3 trillion to the money supply. I'm gonna count that up. Yeah, count it up. This that's equivalent of creating four hundred twenty-five thousand dollars every second. <laughs> every second. Oh my god. So and that's for nine weeks straight. So think about that. That it can't be great. I mean, even if that doesn't lead to hyperinflation, it just can't be great, right? So um, another thing that would lead to hyperinflation is a total loss of confidence in money. And that's like our fiat currency, right? Because of its decreasing value. Um, so like Cam mentioned, 
cryptocurrency is on the rise. Like it's really popular right now. And one of the reasons is because it's decentralized because there's not a government that's just yeah. controlling it and it's deflationary, right? It doesn't just, you can't just make all that you want for some of them. Some yeah. of them you can, but so. Um, and I know like I have um, people I know that are smarter with money, yeah. you know, and, and work in finances. Some of yeah. them are accountants and they do put a little into things like crypto because mm -hmm. they're like, I'm hedging a little against inflation. Absolutely. And so that's smart. Yeah. And there's the a first, lot of ways that you we'll can talk hedge about against these. inflation and Cam's going to talk about that later, but try. Um, so yeah, w when has this happened in history and it has happened a few times, I have three examples that are pretty, um, glaring examples. And the most recent one is in Venezuela. Um, you know, that's a socialist, almost communist country, right? Mm -hmm. Um, so what happened in Venezuela? Um, it was basically the result of two decades of gross e economic mismanagement, ridiculous public spending, um, government debt, which is crazy because the oil reserves they have in that place, which is all... Oh, it's a rich country. It's a it's a really rich country because they have so much oil and the country owns the oil. Um, and the reason, the biggest reason is because of the corruption there in the country, right? Uh, is really bad. So inflation just started to go nuts. Um, and they tried to help th that because the food prices were going so high that they said, okay, we're going to put price controls on certain foods like bread and rice and things that people had to have, right? Yeah. So people, they would go buy that as much as they could get. And then they would go to the, over the border in Colombia and sell it for five times the amount because the, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that wasn't great. Um, and then the shop owners in some of the shops or most of the shops had to use money counting machines on every transaction oh because there was, they would just bring in bags of cash to buy stuff. Um, so by 2016, the inflation rate hit over 700% in 2016. By late 2017, the inflation rate exceeded 50% a month. It was a turning point in the economist signals that they were, they were officially in hyperinflation. Okay, in 2018... I can't even calculate 20% off. I know. 700%. Yeah. <laughs> Think about this. In 2018... Inflation hit 1.8 million percent. <laughs> How do you even... The money, it's just you can't use it yeah, anymore it's at just, that point, right? It's just like a piece of like notebook paper you can't, more valuable than the actual than money. a freaking currency. Yeah, it's more valuable as a fire starter than it's it is insane. to buy something. So that just obviously it went out of control. And then they, like, they did some weird stuff where they tried to make like another currency. So there was like two yeah, currencies going on. circulation. It was, like, a, it was a mess. Oh my gosh. It didn't work out. Obviously they weren't very smart. Um, and one of the things is the hyperinflation obviously hits the poorest people the hardest because they didn't <laughs> have any money to start with. And now the little money they had that was just buying food, um, it was worthless. So they have reported losing on the Venezuelans overall reported losing an average of 24 pounds in body weight over the last, like, over that that period. Um, and nearly 90% of people in the country are in poverty now. Wow. So I'd be not, out of business if that many Americans lost that much oh body gosh. weight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, that's your main customers, not yeah. overweight people. Um, so that is just to show that it can happen. Yeah. You know, the today. thing that's crazy to think about to me is like, okay, so if you've been to South America, it's like, super fertile mm. and like the yeah. weather's really like favorable for growing yeah it's like these people could like live if they had like prepared i'm not you know they went through a lot and i'm not yes. saying that everything would have worked out but it's like i can see how people suffer in like freaking mm -hmm. is you know in syria yeah like what do you grow there Egypt, rocks yeah. more rocks yeah sand farms and this and this is a really rich country of Yep. You know, uh, being able to grow whatever, you spit a seed and it'll grow. And it's like, they starved. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's, crazy, it's terrifying man. to think of how easy we, or how we much we starve. rely on like the, the easy production of food and the delivery of food and yeah. all that stuff. So yeah, it's crazy. Uh, another big one is the Weimar Republic. Um, so this was basically, this happened because after World War One, there was all those, um, reparations and payments. It screwed Germany. Yeah. Like it wasn't great for them. Right. Um, and so prices doubled every two days on stuff there once that started going. In 1918, a loaf of bread cost one quarter of a Reichmark, right? In 1923, the market price for bread spiraled to 80 billion Reichmarks. <laughs> 80 billion. There's like that famous picture of a guy with a wheelbarrow yes. full of money. And that was to in the buy Weimar a piece Republic. of bread, yeah. Yeah. So 
from that to in, let's see, five years, it went from a quarter of a Reichmark, quarter, a quarter to 80 billion of them. So ridiculous. Like that's ridiculous. So um, that's another one where it just went out of control. And there's a ton of stories from from then. Like Cam was saying, there's wheelbarrows of money being hauled like around. Buy a simple piece of like a loaf yeah. of bread. It's insane. To yeah, think that could even happen. I know. Um, so and uh, I remember a story I was reading about that. They were just saying that like you they couldn't keep menus in cafes because the price would change like hourly sometimes oh my god because the inflation was so bad have so a they dry couldn't erase eat. board yeah <laughs> i know exactly you order a drink and then when they bring you the bill yeah it's like it's pay before 10 times more than it was <laughs> pay beforehand because that's yeah. it just gets worse and worse another one was in zimbabwe um and the result of robert mugabe's land reform policy apparently i don't know that much about this and the drop in food production and foreign investment that followed just it just decimated the, the country. Zimbabwe dealt with hyperinflation between 2006 and 2009. During the month of March of 2007, the inflation rate there was 1,730 <laughs> percent, which is not great. To put that in perspective, a loaf, a two dollar loaf of bread on March 1st would cost 36.60 on the first day of April. Wow. Yeah. So you just see. So what, invest in bread. Invest in bread, but you can just see what inflation does <clears throat> to people. It's bad. In November of 2008, Zimbabwe had an inflation rate of 89.7 sextillion percent. <laughs> uh, what? Roughly nine. Who even follows it at that point? I know. I don't know. It's not worth anything. It's a nine followed by 22 zeros percentage. Oh my gosh. The daily inflation rate was 98%, with prices daily? 100%, daily. 100% swing almost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with prices doubling every 25 hours, it was so bad the government was printing $100 billion bills. <laughs> <laughs> there's still countries that go off from that i know, you know it's yeah like one's like you get a size of a penny and it's yeah. like forty thousand. you're like, like whoa what? Wow. i'm rich where does this go <laughs> no i can't even buy you a piece of gum <laughs> yeah. oh, okay so anyways it, it has happened it can happen and it probably will happen again but those are some of the recent um you know hyperinflation yeah, uh, that's terrifying i know that would be such a i know what a mess what it is a, a mess. huge mess so um some of them have been mentioned, but what are like some of the common effects from inflation and hyperinflation? Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, the biggest problem would be a shortage of food. Yeah. Um, because one, you've got food that you're not prepared for, like you don't have your own supply. Yes. And you go to the grocery store and you have these fluctuating prices. So what happens is they run out of getting their supply and then you're paying a fortune for it. Mm-hmm. So immediately food becomes a huge crisis. And it's that's like the biggest cycle. of all crisis. Yeah. It's like this cycle because they run out of it and then there's a shortage and then a shortage yeah. jacks up the prices, let alone the inflation is already jacked it it's up. It's just a big freaking yeah. mess. Um, and then fuel mm-hmm. and fuel is used to transport goods. So you've got like that dual issue there. Yep. And then, um, you know, just regular goods. So, one thing is, like some places, they have s- such strict price controls, meaning that producing, distri- distributing, and commercializing food is either going to lead you to bankruptcy, or if you sell it at a profit, you're going to go to jail. Yes. So it's that happened almost in Venezuela. A, yeah, it's like against the law to mm-hmm. increase the price to make a profit. So there's like the business can't make it. So you just lose businesses. Yeah, you can't sell. Grocery stores close. Yep. Gas stations are closed down. So it's like, where do you even get the food now? Yeah. You go to a truck in the middle of town that comes every two weeks. Yeah, and exactly. Kill people for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you lose the food and the production of food and the ability to get food. So then you get starvation, and that's what Kobe was saying. Is in Venezuela they lost what was the average? Twenty four pounds. That's insane. Yeah. So starvation, um, huge problems with that. Obviously, mm-hmm. health problems, and then that brings me to the lack of medications and the ability to see somebody for, you know, these medical treatments. Um, what happens too with that is the production, the distribution and mm-hmm. the, you know, vaccinations and things like that. So you get all these diseases that have been suppressed and disappear. They start coming back. And so you just go way back in time yeah, and just turn into like, you know, 1910 and you're having all these issues and scared of comets and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> no, I was going to say, that's right, right back to the Haley's comment. But yeah, you start having these outbreaks of these diseases and you can't treat them. You don't have the medications available to treat them. So 
It's yeah. just like it's a downward crisis spiral. after crisis, and it's crazy. Um, some countries, you know, in I think it was Venezuela again, mm-hmm. they started to ration electricity. Yeah. So, which is crazy for a country like that. That is all about energy. Like (laughs) that is their number one export. A fossil fuel powerhouse. Yes. And then, you know, not to mention all the other ways of producing power. And they're like having to, you're having to ration your electricity. So now you look like North Korea at night, shut everything off. Yeah. And there's a ton of issues that come with that, you know, um, storing food, uh, Production yeah. of, you know, doing, like, think of all the things that we do to rely, that we rely on the power grid. Yeah, everything. If you're, like, shutting down at night, it's just crazy. No podcasting. Much, no, <laughs> no Netflixing. No Netflixing. Yeah, so, um, and there's a lot of people that depend on electricity for their medical supplies, like oxygen concentrators, CPAP, <laughs> refrigeration oh, of medicines and things like that. So, obviously, not just... It, you know, it's just one thing after another just starts to fail. Um, hoarding, we see this all the time. Um, when they know prices are going up, they don't even know why people are buying, like, the toilet paper crisis of 2020. Oh. They don't even know why. They just no. see people buying a ton of it. They hear by word of mouth or by social media, and so they just hoard. And this is a waste if you're not prepared to, like, store and use. And people do this all the time. So you'll see that big time, obviously. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, Borrowers, like banks, they're just going to start to fail because they don't have anything. There's nothing keeping them alive. Yeah. They need your money. People are pulling all their savings out. Yeah. And then the the depreciation of the currency, there's nothing for them left. So banks close. You can't even get your money anymore. Um, Nothing's left in any ATMs. So (laughs) with whatever you want to buy. Yeah fuel or money you can't even get it anymore if it's stored in those places um investing in investments so your long-term financial preps start to become unpredictable messy you don't have anywhere to put and gain you can't and you may have to just take it out anyways to survive right 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 and so you have to be smart and understand how to watch what your money's doing and what's more value so for example, it's like you have a savings account mm-hmm. and it's making 5%. Don't know where that exists anymore, but 5%. You just like 0.05%. <laughs> Literally, right. that's right. Most that's of what them. it is. Yeah. And so you've got an inflation that's, you know, 7%. You're losing money. You're losing that money's value. sitting there doing nothing yeah. and you're losing it. So you, you know, most people are going to want to pull it out and then that just crashes. Just pull out, Cam. Just pull out. Um, and then obviously, and we even have seen this, is like the job loss. Yes. Em- employees, like we were talking, this companies, it's against the law to increase the price for, you know, to yeah. sell the bread. And then the people that are there working, they can't afford to pay for an employee. Yeah. So then they're laid off. And then those people are looking for food and jobs and, oh man. So yeah, anyways, you can just see how this just is just one thing after another, just like yeah. stacks on itself. And yep. then you may have, you know, a country that decides, let's, Create a new currency. That one ain't working out. Let's get another one. And then you've got all these. Well, actually, we only take um, some stupid name for dollars. I don't know what to say. <laughs> we don't take dollars anymore. Doll hairs. We, yeah. Take horse hair. Horse hair. It's just, yeah. oh, man, what a mess. So, yeah. if any of you were in South America, you know, you probably mm-hmm. know more than any of us. For sure. Argentina went through this. Brazil, when I was there, it was 7% different in the time I was there. It's done better, uh-huh. but I remember my parents, you know, would send me $20. I would go and convert it to Brazilian hay ice or reals is what it's called. Reals, ooh. This is real money. Yeah, this is real. <laughs> so stupid. Senor. And I would, like, have, like, 100, 120 bucks wow. of Brazilian money from yeah. a $20 bill from the United States. And then States. you would send it back to them, and yeah. you guys were just making money. I'm boom, <laughs> boom, boom, boom. I was the richest man. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> But I remember seeing that. I'm like, Wolf of Wall it, Street. Type how could thing. it be that the dollar is that much more yeah. valuable in this country? And and that was only a seven percent. Yeah. But it's like twenty bucks. I could buy like I bought like the official soccer jersey, soccer <laughs> soccer jersey. But I remember they had like um, items that were imported. Like mm-hmm. they had a PlayStation. I remember seeing it in the store. Yeah. And in the this was in dollar amounts. It was like four hundred dollars. Oh. So it was like you know they were charging yeah. that much. And in Brazilian money, it was like, it's like 
$1,500 to buy a PlayStation. Yeah. So it's like imported goods become outrageously mm-hmm. expensive. So anyways, um, as you can see, with inflation, not even hyperinflation, you get a really big swing, 20%. That's not yeah. even hyperinflation. No. You can't afford to live that way. You can't. So nothing, everything yeah. just starts failing. So scary. Yeah, it's bad. And there are some other effects that could happen and usually do happen when these things that are sort of indirect and not, yeah. not, not, not like the straight. We talked about the transportation, the supply lines, the fuel prices. Obviously, fuel prices will go really high, and that means the food and the goods probably aren't getting delivered, And just like Cam was talking about. Um, and you might not even be able to get gasoline at this point because it's so expensive and it's hard to get. It, just as soon as like supply lines get messed up, that's when like shit really hits the yeah. fan. Like that's when stuff starts to go super haywire, right? Um, and that's gonna and happen. It's a, like super scary, inconvenient deal because like yeah. when it like we live pretty remote, mm-hmm. so we rely on trucking. Yes, everything. And like the pandemic, those first like March, yep. it was kind of terrifying. It was a little I was like, scary. Man, the, we're not getting the normal stuff that we get. It's yeah. Like, what if we lose any more of that? Like yeah. Where am I going to get my food? Where am I going to get my sweet and sour I sauce? I did not want to touch my twenty-five-year shelf life stroganoff. Exactly, wasn't going to it. Another thing that could happen throughout this is just like a straight-up economic collapse. The, like obviously, you're basically in one anyways right. if you're in hyperinflation. But it could just like the whole system could go bye-bye because of this. And so, so no economy in a country. Yeah, just that none. would be awesome. it'd be bad. But. We, I think we did an episode way back in the day on it, uh, surviving an economic collapse or too. something. But um, and it's very similar to what we're talking about here, but it could just collapse the whole thing, which is very scary. Another thing that will and probably is going to happen is chaos, riots, and social unrest, especially in our country, in the United States. Um, people don't like hyperinflation. They want their money to be worth more, right? And especially these really soft first world Americans, we don't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we're entitled and we don't want those things to happen. So as soon as something like this happens, that means it's time to riot. It's time to cause some chaos. It's time to start burning some Yeah, any hardship and people lose their money. Yes. Um, so that is going to happen, especially when you can't afford food. That's when I think... I mean, people lose their minds, yeah. They're going to really lose their minds if they can't afford food. Right. Um, that's going to be bad. So th- this chaos and stuff, it's going to happen. So that's something you're going to have to be worried about and thinking about during this. And then that will inevitably lead to martial law, right? I, I just to. can't imagine. It would have to. Yes. I can't imagine something like that not happening if it get, if it got bad enough, especially in our country. Yeah. Right? Well, when you're looking at starvation and death of yes. you and your family... What are you going to do? What point are you going to go to yeah. get food? You're probably going yes. to sacrifice, you know, the the safety of yourself to yep. to get food from anywhere. And when enough of that happens, the government's just going to be like, "All right, well, I guess I've we've got to do this because right. this is bad." So martial law is people gonna... are really good with government control. Oh, they love like it. they like yeah. okay, yeah, I'll submit. Good. I'll submit. <laughs> no, but but martial law is going to be a bad. Well, most. Most likely a bad deal. I mean, you uh, you lose your freedoms. You know, you don't have your guns anymore. You you're losing all of these you have different to wear masks. Rights. You have to wear masks. <laughs> Gosh, damn martial law. <laughs> Hate it. Um, so uh, those are just some of the sort of secondary effects that could lead to, to yeah, worse things, worse and worse. It's like these cascading issues that kind of happen. You know, inflation, hyperinflation, boom, and then yeah. uh, you know, chaos and and the martial I remember law. doing when Venezuela was going through, I don't know if there still are, but yeah. you just see, like, the only time they show news is, like, cars burning. Exactly. People are just rioting. It's not good. I think, was it down there where, like, people were breaking into the zoo to, like, eat the animals? <laughs> yeah. Wasn't it down there? Yeah, it was down there. I think it was. I'm pretty certain it was, I guarantee yeah. you people here... Catch every- monkeys eating them. I mean, I, oh, there's probably some guys out there right now thinking, I just can't wait for this chaos to start because I want to eat a lion. <laughs> I want to eat a monkey so bad. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, those penguins, mm, mm, fat little penguins, friggin' penguin bacon. <laughs> it's it. not a bad idea, though. <laughs> you know like, what I mean? They're all caged up. So maybe that's a good plan to just live move, near a zoo, move near the zoo. Yeah, and then you just sneak in there at night, <laughs> take your game, head home. What happened to? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm who, going after the whale. Hulu the panda <laughs> yeah. is found bones and all. <laughs> bones just and bones are all left. Yeah. Barbecue grill set up next to it. <laughs> we don't know what happened. <laughs> we think the other panda ate it. 
<laughs> Grilled him up. Grilled him up. Yeah. yeah so, um, yeah, maybe that is a smart plan. Yeah. But <laughs> to a point of going in <sighs> and killing and eating animals, just sitting in a cage. I guess we do that already. But um, <laughs> <laughs> those poor little animals. Poor little animals. Meanwhile, nine million chickens are in like one <laughs> tiny know. cage in the United States. <laughs> I, know, I was thinking, I'm like, what's the difference? <laughs> there is no difference. It's um, just the different animals. Now you guys gonna think that we're. <laughs> <laughs> libtards and animal lovers um but you know even worse than all this of uh-huh. all things is this dirty nasty f word of a pandemic mm. and what what challenges it has brought us the c word but we rely heavily COVID. so much right now on tech we don't want to ration our um electricity right now but oh. with everybody going online trying to buy stuff not going out of their homes during this pandemic. Downloading podcasts. Yeah. Cybercrime has shot through the roof. Dang. But you can protect yourself today. It's so easy. It is. It actually is super freaking easy. Yeah. You go to Surfshark. They are a virtual private network mm-hmm. that can protect you and all of your devices from online threats. Coolest name out of all of them. I just got an email two weeks ago from Surfshark that said, mm-hmm. your email's been compromised. You went to Pornhub. It's yeah. gone. It's over. Just kidding. Get um, rid of it. Um, but yeah, you, you use their server mm. through their app and you can go, I mean, not just a server, yeah. you can go and connect to, uh, the intranets through a server out of Brazil, France or Brazil. Yeah. And so you cannot be tracked. The, you basically go full gray man online mm, and great. this is whatever device connects to the internet. Mm-hmm. It's not limited to two devices or three devices. Your refrigerator. Yeah. Your Xbox. <laughs> Yeah, so you can actually, um, I haven't done this, but I want to, you can set up through your router for it to use a virtual private network from Surfshark and stuff. Mm -hmm. Pretty dang cool. Um, But their app is like the cleanest, simplest. Like you just click connect and Mm -hmm. it just picks a server for you or you can pick your own. Um, If you don't know what this is and it's confusing to you, the nice thing is that you can go subscribe and you can basically get it for 30 days money back guarantee. That's a good I deal. encourage you to do it mm, me because too. you don't really know how this works until you try it and they will let you do that for 30 days. Um, go to surfshark.deals slash casual preppers. You can get 24 months plus three. That's 27 months and it will cost you less than 60 bucks. There's no deal out there better than this. Uh-uh. So keep yourself protected. Yes. Go to casual, go to surfshark.deals slash casual preppers. Yeah. Try it. Yeah. And use our code. Okay. Yes. Just put in our code. Mm-hmm. You got to do it. On everything you do. Yes. So um, we, we talked about, you know, hyperinflation, but most likely there is some inflation coming. And there are some pretty um, easy, well, some of these are easy. Some of them aren't quite so easy, but there are some ways that you can help hedge yourself against coming inflation. Right, yep. Cam? So, yeah. Focusing on your finances. Yeah. First of all. And it's important. Right. It really is. You got to think about it as a prepper. A lot of times people don't want to think about financials. No. And they want to think, my debt's going to disappear yeah. during a crisis. Why do I even care about getting in debt? Debt doesn't disappear. Yeah. No. It doesn't. That's actually, you're going to be the first people they go after. Yeah. So, um, one of the, like, if you go and look up ways to protect yourself from inflation, mm-hmm. the first thing you're always going to see is to diversify. Yes. Diversify. Mm-hmm. Um. So basically, you don't want all your money in one place. Yeah. yeah. You want to put your money into different assets like precious metals. Consider cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. Like I said, this is unpredictable. It's volatile, but... Boy, it's a good time though, ain't it? It is, yeah. <laughs> Cam and I have like almost daily texts like back and forth. Just like, watching it. It's pretty exciting. Whew. Yeah. It's some like, days we're happy. It's like going to the casino. It is. You're like, woo, I just made some money. And then the next day, you're like, I lost it all. Everything's gone. But it's super, um, but like we were talking about, you, you know, go back, listen to our episode. Yeah. There's a limited amount. It's it's a little bit protected against inflation, some of them. So mm-hmm. anyways, look it up. Um, real estate is another uh, strategy. Yes. Which is harder. Yeah. It's a it little is. bit harder sometimes, but there's other ways you can invest in real estate too. Exactly. Like through the stock market if you wanted yeah. to. And so stocks and bonds, you really need to pay close attention and learn 
how to watch and follow trends and things like yes. that. There's other ones. There's like tips, treasury, inflation, mm-hmm. protected securities, things like that. I actually did continue. buy some of that. Did you? Yes, in my uh, my IRA. So these are good ideas to first, like you're taking your money and spreading it into these different areas is much safer than yes. just putting it all into Apple stock. Yeah, or just or leaving it all in your all savings into account. Bitcoin or leave, savings account is probably the worst. Thing. <laughs> Seriously, like. It's good to have that savings. Like we talked about that emergency fund and all that. But exactly. if you just leave that money in there, the inflation rate is going to outpace your it will. interest rate. And yeah. so you are going to be losing value yeah. as it goes along. So you've got to figure out ways to so make this work for you. So savings needs to be different than the old time savings that you're yes. thinking. Uh-huh. It's still savings, but it's uh-huh. it's working for you. Exactly. Um, but yeah, like you really need to get some money education. And yeah. sadly... I've been doing it a lot more this late in my yeah. life, which is so stupid. Me too, man. The earlier you can start, the better off you yeah. are. Yeah, it really is important. <laughs> and the easy, the nice thing about it today is YouTube is a wealth of knowledge, and it's all friggin' free. Yeah, dude. like yeah. you can learn so much. I agree. There and like it doesn't take too long to figure out a few little things. Yeah, you know. And like for the longest time, you know, I was like, ah, oh, you got to be a genius for stocks and yeah. all that stuff. But as you've seen through time, stock markets, you know, wax and wane. But mm-hmm. for the most part, it's it's a secure thing. It's, yes. It helps the country and everything like that. So anyways, look into that stuff. Um, as for your debt, uh, we will always recommend you get out of it. As like, much as you can. Work against, yeah, work as much as you can. Focus on your debt of getting out of it. Because um, you're not going to just be ignored. Like, oh, well, we don't have money. Yeah. Everything, money's not valuable there's nobody that's going to come collect money from me. No, you'll be the first ones that are trying yeah. to get money from me. Well, and, the, and the, some of that debt is worse than others too, like that high interest credit card debt. Like, boy, that's hard. Exactly. To, that's a hole that is hard to get out of. Yep. And they talk a lot about like the variable rate loans. Oh, yeah. With home loans. Like the arms and all anything that Anything like that. Mm-hmm. That they are going to be impacted big time by inflation. Mm-hmm. Like they will, sure. it'll swing and then you're paying a ton. So- in any way that you can refinance or whatever to get fixed rate loans because yep. those are supposed to be protected. <laughs> yes. Um, if you haven't learned to budget Oof. or you haven't, tr- you know, tried it out a little bit, you're probably not in the best place. Mm. And I'm, I'm not saying I'm the best budgeter. I'm not. Mm. But you need to learn how to use your money more efficiently and how – because – if you break it down, you're like, man, I go to the grocery store way more than I thought. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't become efficient at using your money the best. Mm-hmm. Like, that's one thing, uh, like, me and my wife keep talking about. We need to work on, like, making sure. So, you know, I'm preaching. Uh, I'm a hypocrite here. Yeah, for sure. And, but, like, honestly, if you learn to budget, it, you learn how to use your money more wisely. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to buy this. It's going to last two weeks rather than, you know. Yes. I'm going to buy a loaf of bread every other day. And that just protects you too when things go crazy because you're just like, oh, I have a little more that's going to last. Exactly. Longer. Buying in bulk, man, if you can. Yeah. Especially so as a need, prepper. You it's need a to really deal. focus on ways to budget. Yeah. And like you said, it's more efficient with your money if you're buying in bulk because you're getting a, a better deal for what you're getting. Exactly. Plus, you're getting stuff for your preps, kind yeah. of, you know? So, yeah. And the budgeting wouldn't, yeah. Exactly. All that. It's all the same. So, um, where, and this is part of like diversifying your money is Mm -hmm. where can you use your money that's probably safest Mm -hmm. renting, owning real estate, owning or owning places to rent and things like that are, are really good to look into owning land. Land doesn't typically, you know, it doesn't become completely invaluable. It usually holds its value. It does. If not increases its value. So look at if you, if you're in the position to use your money for these things, it's a great... People need shelter. Mm. The one thing that's weird is because it's tricky. Like, I've seen people that own rentals get screwed during COVID because of stupid little, you know... Yeah. They've had to, like, have people in there not paying. Yeah. And they've and gone there's under. nothing they can do. And that's pretty crappy. Yeah. But it's still, like, most likely safer to own real estate and, mm-hmm. you know, and land and things like that. And again, that goes back to making sure your loans aren't flexible loans because... You will be the one paying for the yes. inflation. <laughs> yes. Um, savings, like we talked about, uh, this doesn't mean a savings account because those are pure trash. Um, look into ways to save more effectively. Mm-hmm. Like you, you want to use like mutual funds and, you know, we've talked about that in our finance episode. It's probably easier to just mm-hmm. go look at that. Or even make sure they're at least like in a high interest savings account, right. which usually you can just find them online. Yeah. 
Get the best rate you can. Yeah. And still, we talk about, like, money becoming invaluable. You still, like, it's stupid to not have an emergency fund and easily accessible cash. Yeah. It would take quite a bit for it to become completely irrelevant. So, but if you have that cash available, not in an ATM or a bank. Yeah. That you can, you know, help yourself for that short little time. That's still a huge advantage. Um, Alternative currency. That's where we're talking. Like crypto's becoming used more and more. Mm-hmm. That's an option. Precious metals, um, I think, are a good idea. I don't. I don't have a lot of that. Yeah. Like, look elsewhere for information on that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's always a good gold, idea. Gold, silver, some. all that is mm-hmm. not going to like gold. If you had a you know twenty dollar coin, the ounce back in you know nineteen thirties, you it's, yeah, it has gone only up. Yep. So those those are kind of um, a good place to put. There's there's going to be value in that bartering, using it as a currency. Um, just look into alternative ways that you could basically buy things for you and your family. Yeah. Um, and then uh, things that you could purchase now that you have the ability to do that you've been wanting to do, you probably should consider. You know the importance of it now while it's affordable. Yes. Solar power, I'm not saying you put solar energy and pay somebody $30,000 to install it in your house, but look into ways to, to supplement the power and that you're using now. Buy that freaking generator if you've been planning on doing it. Are um, you talking to me? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's you need one. Talking to me. But, you know, those things that you're, like, putting off, yeah. if you have the ability to do it for uh, security in the future, you know, that mm-hmm. just comes down to using your money more wisely now because... You they may not be available and your cash isn't going to go very far. Yeah, exactly. So, um, anyways, that's just kind of a quick breakdown of using and basically hedging yourself against inflation with your own finances now. Yeah. And, and that is all great advice, um, irrespective of any sort of hyperinflation coming. Right, exactly. It's just good advice yeah. all the time. It's I think kind of a quick of summary of our finance episode. Yes, but exactly. like, like like Colby said, there's so many valuable websites and YouTube oh. videos. Like look into it now because it's like yes. it's gonna help you in the long run if there's no inflation. Exactly. And yeah. you're gonna be protected a bit more than yep. um, just going off from what you've been doing for the longest time. <laughs> exactly. So let's look at the prepping side of this. What are a few things to think about um to get yourself ready for um, a situation like hyperinflation, right? And, and one of the biggest things is just storing those basic items that you might need because they're cheap right now. They're insanely cheap, like razors and matches and toothbrushes and toothpaste and basic OTC meds and stuff. Those kind of things that you need all the time that if if some sort of even inflation hits, they're going to be more expensive. Right now, it doesn't cost you much to go get an extra, a couple extra toothbrushes or an extra thing of ibuprofen or whatever it is. Yeah. Just store them, right? As preppers, we do this anyways, but for this situation, the more stuff like that that you can get, the better off you're going to be, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, it's just cheap. It's super cheap. Yeah, I think I bought three liters of 90% like rubbing alcohol uh-huh. on Amazon during the pandemic. Yeah. And right now, it's probably 30% less than what I paid. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It's like, exactly. if you had those things ahead of time, some of those preps. Yeah, it's a big deal, You don't right? have to pay a fortune. Yeah, um, you know, and fuel is another one of those things that when inflation hits, it's going to be more expensive. Mm-hmm. So the more you can store, and man, it's so, I know it's so hard to, to store that fuel, but it you're going to be better off, and you can only store so much, but having some on hand is going to be very, very helpful yeah. in any of these situations. Propane, gas, all yes, those things. Yeah, absolutely. Um Cam briefly touched on this, but bartering, and we did an entire episode on we bartering did, huh? back in the day. It's been a long time, but that could be the new marketplace. It could be the new economy. If that hyperinflation gets to the point where your money is worthless, what do you do now to get goods and to get services? You barter. That's, that's the only way to do it at this point. So understanding the process of bartering and having either a supply of um, goods to barter with or skills. Yeah, that's the other thing. Is- you know what I mean? Like, it's not always just tangible goods. Exactly. Like, if you know how to do something, you can you can be valuable and yes. make, you know, I'm going to do this for a loaf of bread. Exactly. And so having those things are, are going to be huge. And then keeping, you know, for bartering, those vices are always nice to have on hand, like coffee. Vice grips? Uh, yeah, vice grips, you know. <laughs> um, uh, coffee, alcohol, cigarettes, anything with sugar in it, like just all that tell stuff. Tell my wife I'm buying this for bartering. This is all for bartering. <laughs> um 
but those you just think about that process as as part of your preps for a situation like this for hyperinflation because yeah. and it's not, not people even just, are freaking uncomfortable yes and they want things that to give make them, them comfortable like, and they're gonna pay whatever it takes to get them they will trade you yes bullets to have a bag of coffee I guarantee it a bag of coffee exactly a fifty pound bag of coffee. <laughs> just send it over. Um, and then the, obviously it always comes back to this food, water, and your, your, your basic stuff like your meds and all that. You know what I mean? This is a must for any scenario. We talk about this constantly, but it all comes back to being prepped in this, this area, food and water. Your storage could be everything in, a, in a hyper. You alive. Yeah. It'll can't keep you money. alive. You can't, it doesn't matter. You can't eat your stocks. You can't eat your bonds, <laughs> no. but you can eat the food, right? So when the food prices start to rise, even if it's a slow rise, it's like, okay, I've got this food. I can supplement my um, food for the week with this, and I'm going to be saving a ton of money while this inflation is happening, right? Yeah. Even if it's not like dire straits. Um, so that's just always think about your food and water and your meds and all that stuff. And we always talk about your daily meds, but what about the stuff that keeps you alive? Maybe you have a heart problem or it's diabetes yeah. or whatever it is. Um yeah, again, exactly. those are going to be a, a huge thing to to have on hand because you don't know what the supply chain is going to look like. You don't know how much it's going to cost. So you have to be ready for that. Yeah. And and I know we have several listeners that are like hardcore gardeners. You know, it's like, yes, that's yes. going to get him so far. Yes. It's yeah. like, and that goes back to the skills, you know, mm-hmm. you can use those skills to freaking you know, be self-sustaining is pretty... Yes. I need to be a better gardener. I do too. Um, I haven't done it for a few years and I need to get back you to You guys uh, used to freaking... Yeah. Like leave zucchinis all over your yard for us. For sure, yeah. You're coming over, you get 16 zucchinis. <laughs> yeah, take the zucchini home with you and a kid. <laughs> Whatever you want. <laughs> Go for it. Yeah. Um, another one, another aspect of prepping for this is your security and your self-defense. As I talked about... Um, Many times when this is going to happen, there's going to be chaos, there's going to be riots, there may be martial law. Um, so your home security and your self-defense are going to be crucial, especially if it, you know if you're living in a big city and things like that, because we know what happens in yeah. those cities. Grocery stores are out of food. Yes. Gas stations are closed. Where's the next best location to Yo find house. food? Yeah. Yo kitchen. <laughs> Yo mama's house. Yo mama's house. All that stuff. So Mrs. You, Fields' house. <laughs> Go eat her cookies. Cook it time, bros. Cook it time. <laughs> Um, and you know, maybe people know that you're a prepper. Maybe you haven't been the best gray man. Maybe you got a podcast about prepping and everybody knows what you got. <laughs> so you have to be ready with that home security, with that self-defense. You know what I mean? Make sure that your bug in plan has that really good home security plan because people are going to be desperate and they're going to come after you. So a, a security system is going to be crucial. I, they're so cheap these days. You can do it for, um, you can do it Darn in your sleep. Enough. You can do it in a tree. You exactly. You can do it in a box. You can do it with a fox. Exactly. So get yourself a security Speaking system. Of, I need to set that one up. You do. Um, home defense weapons, 556, five, 223, two, oh, yeah. all the things. Mm. <laughs> say it again, hey, now. Say it again. Put, keep it in your pants, boy. All right. <laughs> so Did you say 556 five, is a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so you, you got to be thinking about those things. Um, crime's going to be way more rampant during economic hardships, muggings, carjackings, petty theft, violence, raping, What do people pillaging. have left? You know, it's like, who cares? They don't care. I'm going to so, go steal. If I get killed, I get killed. Yeah, so if you're, run, if you're going downtown, be able to defend yourself if somebody comes after you. So have some self-defense skills. Um, understand self-defense weapons. All of those things is going to be huge yeah. for, for all this. You remember um, in uh, like one of the scenes in uh, World War Z mm-hmm. when he like has that gun in the shopping when they're like shopping and he yeah like has to defend himself and that cop's like running in yeah and he's like puts his hands up and the cop just runs by and grabs some grabs, baby formula exactly <laughs> but like, that's how it's gonna they're be not gonna if it's bad enough they're s- trying to survive themselves exactly um, yeah that that is a cool scene in that movie though isn't it that one um, was cool um you may have to scavenge again we've done a couple episodes on scavenging but. Think about that. Uh, that could it could get bad enough to where you got to figure out a way to exactly. And if society collapses in a real way for zoo. a long term, zoo. just live by the zoo, <laughs> eat giraffe neck for the next two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Ostrich gizzard is my favorite. <laughs> mm. No, you got to keep them live ostrich eggs. <laughs> yeah. Things are gigantic. <laughs> it's like them eggs on Willy Wonka. Scrambled egg of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like you feed the your whole big family. Pot full of egg. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. 
That's a great idea. You ever eaten ostrich eggs? <laughs> it's on Seinfeld. You Is ever that? eaten ostrich eggs? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's funny. Uh, so be thinking about scavenging. Owl eggs were our other. Oh, yeah. Owl eggs. That was the other one. Delicacy. Uh, be ready to bug out. Have that bug out plan because mm, might get too bad. It might. You might have to get out of there. There's actually this a lot of people. second person trying to break it. I'm out of here. Yeah. There's a lot of people in Venezuela that did flee the country. And I don't know if they had a bug out plan, but they bugged out, right? They got out of there due to those poor conditions. So always have a good bug out plan and have that Could gear Could you imagine ready. if we had to flee to Mexico, how well they would accept us? Well, how... I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to Chinese guy. <laughs> Chinese accent. Uh, how the heck do man. I do a, me- uh, a Mexican Hey, man, what are you doing? Hey, man, how's the tables are turned now, aren't they? <laughs> That's fancy big problem. <laughs> that fancy big problem, man. Huh? Yeah. Maybe I'd have to be sure to build that fence. I don't know. <laughs> I know a way out. Yeah. I know a way under. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not going to. Get the swimming, man. See if you can swim across that river. <laughs> um, yeah, we actually had a, a listener send us a, an email. It's like, why don't you guys make fun of Mexican accents more often? We did for a while. I thought we did for a while, too, but we, we try and spread it out. We're, we're trying to spread it out. We're trying to be, you know. But nobody gets mad when we do Russian accents, so that's why we kind of stick with that. <laughs> you know. Right? Nobody yeah. cares. Nobody gives a crap. We even had, he probably stopped listening because we offended him. But Yeah, maybe. Guy in Russia, like, he even enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's probably enjoying it anymore. But. No, probably not. But We're um, not specific to any race. No. Person. We just make fun of everybody. Okay? Everybody. Everybody. Apparently, you can't do that anymore, but we do it. We do it. And screw you. My wife. I get in trouble with my wife, so. Yeah. Anyway. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, the last thing I'll talk about is the skills and the knowledge. And we did talk about this a little bit, but um, in any SHTF scenario, the more skills and the more knowledge that you have, you're going to have a leg up over the masses of people that don't know anything. Most of them don't know jack crap There's about a lot that nothing. don't know anything. You know what I mean? Right. They got some knowledge on, like, Pokemon or... <laughs> I don't know. Something yeah. like this is useless. I know how right? to download some music for you from yeah. LimeWire. LimeWire? Yeah, I know which like ones don't. Wire. I know which ones not to download. <laughs> Lost a couple laptops that way. <laughs> you know? Too hard drive down the drain. Yeah. So you got to have that, that, that knowledge, you know? Um, but it's crazy how far we've drifted from mm-hmm. like that. Because, like, I feel like my dad can just jimmy rig up anything yeah for sure it's like he can weld yeah. um i don't know if he well he is a good welder but yeah like some of the stuff he's made to like function better for in, sure. on the farm i'm like what that's the? super dangerous <laughs> but it gets the job done way quicker we get the milk out to out the marketplace <laughs> yeah. you know it works we got shop back for backup <laughs> just been milking into a shop back for <laughs> come on bessie <laughs> But you know, it's like they're super Vacuum creative down, nowadays. It's like, with... well, power's out. We guess yeah. we'll just go. I'm depressed. I can't do anything. <laughs> That's how it is nowadays, yeah. too, man. Something breaks for me. I'm like, I guess I'll buy a new one. Yeah, I don't know. True. I don't know what to do with it. You know. But anyways, that hyperinflation, guys. Uh, bad deal. Yeah, not great. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you can avoid it, I'd do yeah. it. Yep. I'd avoid it. Um, but, I mean, <laughs> but get ready for it if you yeah. can. Just like our our. Uh, our listener review. I mean, the information I receive from them is just a bonus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So be <laughs> thankful for this bonus mm. of whatever information whatever you, just you got, got out of this. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, guys, today's podcast is brought to you by Tac Pack, the only monthly tactical subscription box with useful professional grade stuff inside. Use code Casual Preppers and get a free separate bag of EDC gear along with your first month's Tac Pack. Head to tacpack.com. Use our code Casual Preppers. You're gonna get the good stuff. With the tack pack, especially if you you're got gonna the, get a good stuff. You're gonna get a good stuff if you got a five five six, you know. Yeah, why aren't they sending bullets? I don't know. <laughs> Bullet. <laughs> they box. did. They sent those little fake. They did. Bullet box by Casey Primers. Yeah. All right, battle box. We have a battle box today. Mission seventy five. Holy crap! Seventy five missions. Oh, wow. Movie missions times seven million sales. Jeez. That's woo-wee. Seven billion or trillion or they're, whatever. You they're said. a government to themselves now. They <laughs> yeah. got so much money. I don't know what battle box currency. Yeah, uh, battle bucks. <laughs> probably. I'm sure they have. probably. They probably already have something like that. <laughs> um, let's start with the next one. Just comes with a big old stack of cash. These are going to be the new currency. Battle bucks. You live off these. <laughs> um, the basic box. The first thing is the Beyond Bungee Trek Rope Lock Tied Down Tool. Wow. It's a pretty cool little tool. Cool it's a tool. Mouthful, but it's great. Yeah. You can tie stuff down and you cut stuff and that's got all kinds of stuff, huh? I know. 
pry tool, wire Your dad stripper. would love that. Oh, yeah. Probably keep a tractor running for a millennium with that thing right there. You know what That's I mean? No joke. <laughs> we should give it to your dad, dad. I'm giving it to you. There you go, Mr. Hardy. Coming your way. So did I ever tell you my dad tried to um, keep his CPAP going with a blow dryer? <laughs> he did not. <laughs> He's all, I don't know, maybe you just give me some... He tried to like hook the end of the hose up to. It's like something's got to give me some pressure at night. Oh, I got you to work. Uh, no, no, it did not. I just was like, you tried what? <laughs> this is not medical advice, Dad. Do not do he it. He got a new business now. Yeah, <laughs> pretty impressive. Blow dryers for your CPAP. <laughs> um, the next item is the wildly good lightweight merino wool crew socks. And I, I was like, I brought this home, and I'm like, dear, we got new socks in the bag. She box. wearing them? No, I love them. I love socks. I do too. I love new socks, so I was excited. If I was a billionaire, I'd have a new, fresh pair of socks. Three hundred sixty-five pair every money, every day, every money, every every <laughs> every money. <laughs> Battle bucks every day. Um, so those are great socks. They look nice, actually. They do. And then you got the Peak Refuel Chicken Pesto Pasta. <laughs> hey man, hey man, you got the Chicken Pasta Pasta. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a little struggle there. This looks pretty that's good. Like your, that's like the quote for you. I got a little struggle there. I got a little struggle there. <laughs> Cam Hardy. Peak. I got a little struggle there. <laughs> Peak two refuel. Peak refuel, yep. Never had this stuff. I have. Looks freaking amazing. I haven't had that flavor, but it looks great. <laughs> then we got the Speed Hook Emergency Fishing and Trapping Kit for all your hyperinflation needs. <laughs> Speed so, Hook. Speed Hook. Beat hyperinflation. Quickest fisher in town. Fisher. 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 Fisher in town. <laughs> um, and then you go to the advanced box and you get the laser bright single mode military light. Military light. So it does some cool stuff. Where's that at? It's right in your hands. Is it this one? Uh-huh. It's in a weird little package. Yeah. It does a bunch of stuff with light. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I'd have to look into it some more, but it looks kind of cool. Okay. Yeah. Laser bright lights and accessories. Yeah. Kind of neat. Then it you looks go to, like the 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 actual shaft of the flashlight lights yeah. up, and then you got the flash. Cam's saying it looks like a dildo. <laughs> That's what he's to, saying. I'll be honest; it does I'll be look honest, like it has an. It's a light up sex toy. <laughs> Thanks, Battle Bucks. <laughs> Cam Hardy approved. Thank you. Thank you. Then we go to the Pro Box, and we got the Hybrid Light Mammoth Multi Light. That I love Hybrid Light stuff. Yeah, they, they have some really good, really cool, good gear. Really cool. Good gear. Look at that. Yes, yeah, it's, it's solar. You can charge your other oh, crank, crank and crankies, solar, huh? Got crankies, got solars, all the good stuff. I love crank flashlights. I do. You can just crank them 24 hours mm. and you get a quarter of a minute. Worth it. Like 10 seconds of power. And then for the Pro Plus, we got the Lord and Field Tallulah. Tallulah. Yeah, rhymes with Cholula, so I like it. Mm. It's a knife of the month. Um, cool little uh, kind of the shaft looks scout good on carry this one leather too. sheet. <laughs> yeah. Um, so great, great stuff from Battle looks Box. Like a barber's knife. A barber's knife. I know. We should try doing a quick straight shave. Death. <laughs> quick death. <laughs> quick carotid arteries. Death. <laughs> yeah. So that's Battle Box Mission seventy five. Oh yeah. Good job, King. It's that's time awesome. for the quick and dirty medical tip. Okay, so. I talked about this long, long ago, and I actually put a TikTok video and Instagram video. So you know how to do that? You can go check. No, I don't no. still. I still struggle with it. But um, fish hook injuries. So you may be going out there with the speed hook. It's going to go right into your finger. How do you get it undone? Actually, this Nobody doesn't have a hook on it. Oh, yeah, it does. Okay. Um, so, yeah, there's three ways, three methods of removing a fish hook. Okay. I don't know. Have you ever gotten one in there? I've gotten. Just I've never pulled had it back it. out. Out I've of never panic. had it so hard. In, <laughs> I don't, the, okay. The one that what I what about had, the fish? Hook? It didn't have the barb on it. Yeah. Oh, so okay. like it came out. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> don't look at me like that. It came out and you uh, were so hard. It wasn't so hard. But yeah, so that barb makes it kind of a nightmare when it gets stuck in there deep. For sure. So the easiest, I wouldn't. I don't know. Probably. The more painful way, but the quickest is to just push the barb tip end through. So you just kind of wrap the hook so it pokes back out. F you. And, <laughs> and then you've got the barbed end that you can clip off with some dikes or pliers. If you don't have and pliers, then, don't do that. Yeah. Because yeah. then you're going to have to pull it all the way back through. <laughs> yeah, it would be a nightmare. You just pull the whole line yeah. through. <laughs> Worth it. So that's that's 
the most common way. That's yeah. actually how we do it most often in the clinic. Obviously, we have anesthesia, so it's way more pleasant. Sure. But if you're on your own... If you're getting poked by the the anesthesia anyways, why not just, just push it through? Push it through. That's what I'm saying. Right? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's, what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's the first method. The second one is the jerk-off method. <laughs> no, it's... I like the, this one already. <laughs> Show me how it's done. It's the uh, string jerk method. So... You have your hook that's yeah. poked in there. You take with the remaining loop on yeah. the fish hook, you just put a little string on there. Yeah. And you want to push the eye of the hook down close to your skin so it kind of disengages the barb, and then you just yank it out. Ow. So you're going, you know, you're you're going to probably pull some skin and some stuff Jeez. off. But that's another quick way to do it. Okay. The third way, and this, those two previous methods you don't want to do if it's like near your eyeball oh sure near your jugular uh-huh. something like that in your ding dong yeah <laughs> yeah um this one is by far going to be the most painful one if you don't have anesthesia but if mm. it's all you have left is you basically you basically um you're going to push that hook towards the surface of the skin and then you're just going to ins- do an incision along the uh, shaft of the hook, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So you just run your blade down along it Precious. so that you just cut through the tissue yeah. and then you just pull the hook right out. Ow. That is your last Or resort. go to the fourth method. Stop going fishing. Yeah. Ain't that fun anyway. Fifth anyways. method, go to the clinic. <laughs> yeah. Because we can do it. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, okay. those are good. the those are the three most common ways to pull and it out. And you got a video up if you even want to see I do. It yeah, visualized. so it's easier to see. Yeah. So just go and check it out. Okay. Awesome. Thanks, Cameron. That's it. That's the whole episode. Yeah. Thanks for listening, y'all. Uh, we appreciate you. Um, thanks for being a subscriber. And... Is this coming out at like 3 o'clock? Mm-hmm. So if you're listening tonight, join us. Yeah, we have a live stream going tonight. Yeah. Thursday. If you didn't see it and you're hearing this, you're like, hey, May finish the episode. 27th. I'm going to get on tonight. Yep, May 27th, 6.30 p.m. We're yeah. going to be online at yeah. the IG. If you're listening to this next week, you Facebook. know what? It's not <laughs> happening tonight. Yeah, go back and watch, go back in time, Marty McFly. All right, see you later. Stay survived.